Vegas, baby. Vegas. That's what he said. So what does that say to you? Vegas. Vegas. Phoenix. <laughs> what? I thought the category was cities in the desert. No, it means he wants to get married. Oh, hell. <laughs> Here she goes again. Tucson. What are you talking about? Look, I just don't have the stomach to go down this road with you again. Mm. Instead of playing your silly game, we might as well play mine. El Paso. That's three to one. Y'all better jump in. <laughs> Friends to Oh Hell Yes, a Girlfriends podcast. I am Nettie Smith. And I am Etsy Rowe. And this is a podcast where we discuss each and every episode of Girlfriends, seasons one through eight. And today we are covering season four, episode eight, Viva Las Vegas. Uh, original air date 11-10-2003, written by Mara Brock. A kill. A kill. <laughs> Ooh. Marvy popping up here and there. Yeah, <laughs> you know what's crazy is like, I'm like, dang, why you can't just write every episode? <laughs> but, you know, she got other things to take care of. Because when she comes in, it's like, mm. it's like a really, she doesn't, she doesn't miss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, we're going to get into that. Um, a few things of note. I wanted to say, I know Etsy will not understand this, but. I'm going to say Warriors in Six. Warriors in Six. <laughs> I'm making my prediction now. Oh, that's what people were talking about on the timeline. I'm like... Yeah. What it's an the NBA world thing. talking about? It's so funny because this is so second nature to me. So, the Golden State Warriors, you know, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson's team, they're in the NBA Finals against the Boston Celtics, and they are set to play seven games but you have to win four of them. So I think that in six games, it's going to take six games for the Warriors to win four games. Mm. So I'm, I think they're going to win it all in six games. Okay. I know this is going to go. I'm going to release this, this uh, episode. And if I'm wrong, I know y'all going to come for me whatever. But I believe I'm a Warriors fan. So I'm going to believe and I'm going to trust Warriors in six. Um, other things. So we had a tweet. Um, I just want to shout out a listener who uh, had a story for us about her time listening to this podcast. Yeah, she had a story about her time listening to the podcast. I like that <laughs> setup. <laughs> so um, Twitter user Thicker Bell, Thick Her Bell. I think that's a wire reference, but I could be wrong if you guys oh, seen the wire. It's not like um, I thought it was a reference to Tinker Bell, except she's Thicker Bell. Oh, shit. Bars, come on. Yo, you're right. <laughs> I, I No, you're right. You know, because there's a character on The Wire named Stringer Bell. So okay. I thought it was like the female. But yeah, that's actually, I'm sure that's the one. It's Tinker Bell. Oh, girl. Oh, girl might have a double entendre. You know, we got some. It could be. I mean, she'll let us know. She'll yeah. let us, I'm sure, because she's very vocal on Twitter. But she says, by the way, I was all into the episodes yesterday and got a speeding ticket because of y'all doing 89 and a 70 had no idea the state trooper was behind me because i was laughing listening to the podcast wow (laughs) oh you know part of me is like yo i 
actually feel kind of cool about that. Like, dang, our podcast got you a ticket? Like, I'm, oh, I feel some kind of I pride. Mean, I mean, I mean, you know, we're not trying to get you tickets, but we're glad that you're enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, we're not trying to get you tickets. And also, like, listeners, I think of this when I edit. Like, please be careful. Like, I know we be kikiing and we our jokes be kind of wild sometimes, but like... <laughs> Please don't get in an accident on our behalf or because of us. Please. I could not live without on my spirit. We might actually have yes. to shut the podcast down if we found out that happened. What would you do? Yes. Yes. We can't have that on our conscious, y'all. Please yeah. be safe out there. I would never. I'd probably never touch a microphone ever again. <laughs> but yeah, y'all be careful out there listening to our podcast. We, um... We be we be wild sometimes, so I get it. I know you, you feel like we're in the car with you, but <laughs> <laughs> y'all can't be speeding. Please don't be speeding, please, please. All right, guys. So, um, anything else, Etsy? Um, no, no, nothing, nothing. Wait, wait, right. wait, wait, oh, wait, okay. wait, okay, 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 okay. wait. Apparently, Nick Cannon got somebody else pregnant. Ciao. <laughs> Is that news though? I mean, this is like his fucking 500 kid. It's just like, that's like telling me it's about to rain tomorrow. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I'll bring my umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yo, like, that ain't news. Now, I don't know. If he gets a vasectomy, that's news. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, but at this point, another kid, that's part for the course. Yeah. So, I mean, congratulations, Nick. Yeah, I guess. And the other girl, whichever one know. this is. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the girl, too. Congratulations. Uh, you played yourself. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But, um, yeah, that's that's news. And that's our street news uh, of the day. So uh, let's get into this episode of Viva Las Vegas, because Joan's getting married. Right. Right. Is that what's going on? So she thinks. <laughs> so we start up at the law firm. William comes into Joan's office yelling about the lesbians again and he's complaining because you know the baby's been born now but they won't let william hold his nephew son which he's mm-hmm. still he's still calling the baby that so fuck all that progress we made we made in the previous episodes so apparently he tried to hold the baby one time and he dropped the baby damn mm-hmm. you ever see a baby drop to the floor no thankfully that must hurt <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course but like <laughs> I don't know if I saw something like that. I would see that in my dreams for like two weeks or some shit. Not gonna hold you. <laughs> like that would be a little traumatizing because babies like you can't you can drop a five year old and they'll be fine. Yeah, but a but newborn baby, you could kill that baby. No, seriously. Shit, William's tall ass. That's a drop. <laughs> <laughs> that's like one of them uh, fucking Magic Mountain roller coasters or some right. shit. Six Flags. Like that's a drop drop. And so William William um, dropped the baby, so they don't even want him to hold a baby no more. William said that the baby jumped, though. The baby jumped out of his hands. Uh, I could see why the baby would jump out your hands, William. That's the story he going with. I know that's right. <laughs> so he's going to practice with the baby doll so he can gain their trust again so they can carry They can let him hold the baby. So he's carrying around his fake baby for practice. Brings it to work. I don't know why the fuck. You don't bring babies to work. So that's already where you're failing. Right. Maya comes in and tells William he accidentally left the baby on the microwave. Oof. And he goes, oh, wow. At least I didn't leave him in the microwave oh. this time. 
William. So he picks up the baby and holds him up. And as he's walking out the office, hits the baby's head on the door frame on accident. It makes us really like, don't kind of sound like don't. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's how he treating babies. So we open up proper after the theme song with Brock and Joan in her bedroom. Well, it's just Brock for now, I think. Joan's gotten up to use the restroom. And she goes into the bathroom and she comes out and she's like, oh my God, you're too perfect. Oh, the bar is in hell. <laughs> he, he put the toilet seat back down after he finished peeing. But it's the bar. I mean, I guess the bar is in hell because that's basic like consideration. But like men don't do that. Like that's not a thing. That's a it's rarity. Just- and then the way she was going on about it, like, she was like, oh, my God, this is what every woman dreamed of. I said, Joe, would you stop displaying your thirst? <laughs> yeah, like, even if you think that, like, don't let him know you thinking that. <laughs> like, don't don't act like that. Like, you want right. to hide that kind of, like. Mad excited. Like, ah. <laughs> yeah. You don't want him to know that sh- that he got you. Like, like he got you, got you like that. Because mm-hmm. then he going to try to do power plays. Mm-hmm. But, um. <laughs> that's so funny because i was just thinking like all the even my dad sometimes don't even i don't want to my dad ain't gonna listen to this <laughs> my sister might but hey daddy but yeah men don't really think of that because they assume you're gonna do it when you go to use the restroom anyway so why do they need to do it beforehand uh. so i could definitely see why she's so appreciative of that she's like i could kiss you and then she's like wait what am i saying i can kiss you because you're mine now and they do more of that passionate moaning that they that they're known for. That's I their mean, calling she, card. She was kissing them before, even when he wasn't hers. So, oh shit! They can stop you anytime. Look at you pointing out shit like that. That's why I like your brain for real. <laughs> I would never thought of that. Yeah, she was kissing him before he was hers. But he's like, you know what I want to do, and she's like, oh yeah, me too. I gotta pee first. And he's like, nah, nah, not that. He's like, I think it's time we go to Vegas. Vegas? Vegas, baby. Vegas. Which is like, why you said it like that? That's a whole MacGuffin in this episode. Why you said it like that? And why are we talking about this shit in the middle of the night? That and... Everyone knows that you either go to Vegas to get married or to go see one of them residencies slash party. So it's like, unless you're doing one or the other, why is it so, so romanticized? Like, he's like, we need to go to Vegas. As if he's saying we need to go to Paris. Yeah, that's why she got all these fucking ideas. Uh I mean, they're both wrong. I'm not trying to say that he's only to blame for this. But who says it like that? Just be like, yo, you know what we should do? You want to go on a trip to Vegas? Like, just say it more casually. Mm-hmm. He knows it's easy to get Joan's hopes up. He done got her hopes up. <laughs> I don't think he knows that. Because the whole episode, he's like, it's time. It's time for us to go to Vegas. It's time. Like, like it's not a rite of passage to go to Vegas in a relationship. It really ain't. Mm-mm. That's not a thing. So to say it's time for us to go is a weird wording as well. Mm-hmm. And he also looks into her eyes really deeply when he says it. So I don't know. So she's she's like, okay, whatever. And then we move on to the next scene. And she's uh, talking to the girls about it. And she's explaining the way he said Vegas, baby. Vegas. Mm-hmm. So so she asked the girls, like, hey, what what that sound like? They're like, 
sounds like Vegas. <laughs> 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 Sound like you want to go to Vegas. Like, what What you mean? Mm-hmm. But Joan's like, no, it means he wants to get married. And of course, they think she's crazy. Because she is. Yeah, I think, you know, and I'm trying to look at it as if it was real and not TV land. Because we know the way they're setting us up in TV land by TV rules, this isn't going to work out the way she wants it to, you know? Mm-hmm. The same mm-hmm. way when she thought she was pregnant. It mm-hmm. was like, she really just going to be pregnant and then derail the whole series? She's the main character. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it was really- she, could still, she could still get married and it'll still maintain its girlfriendness. Yeah, but can you imagine that this episode is really him trying to get her to go get married and that's the episode? There needs to be some kind of tension, some kind of drama. True. So obviously it's not going to work out the way she wants because we need that in order to make the episode work. True. So that's why I'm thinking by TV rules, like as, a, as an audience looking at this, I'm like, okay, obviously this isn't going to go down right. But mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if this happened in real life and one of your friends came up to you and was like, he said, Vegas, it's time to go to Vegas. Like, how would I, what would I think? <laughs> well, I guess in this situation, they only been together for like. <laughs> yeah, I only to get up for a month. So I'd be like, oh girl, I guess. He going to Vegas on him, child. Enjoy. Yeah, y'all finna go see Cirque du Soleil. So, or Celine Dion, right. whatever y'all want to see. That's <laughs> well, all I could think of. Right. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. And plus, like, we've seen uh, Brock. Like, he don't seem like the type that would do, like, a cheap Vegas wedding. Like, he don't mm. seem like that. He's a fancy nigga. He got more class. Yeah. He a fancy nigga. Yeah. <laughs> so... Maya's like, you barely know know him. And Lynn's like, girl, just date him. Like, why do you think it's marriage already? And Joan says, it's different with Brock. We're in sync. So when he looks into my eyes and says, it's time we go to Vegas, it can only mean one thing. And Lynn's like, yeah, it means he has a gambling addiction. And you know what's funny? Knowing that the girls are right, I feel like they know Brock better than Joan knows Brock. Because mm-hmm. they're right. Mm-hmm. she's wrong and she's the one dating them and sleeping next to them pretty mm-hmm. much every night because Joan is like digmatized like she just all she sees is roses and flowers the girls can see him for what it ex- what it is they're outside yeah. of the situation so they can properly analyze it and not only she's digmatized she's marriage-matized <laughs> <laughs> she is feeding for a ring child it's just like that's crazy i don't think ugh. you ever seen a tv character in history that's been this obsessed with marriage actual marriage not just dating because you know there is steve urkel but i i think the girl from um sex in the city the um the oh. one with the dark hair oh you watch that white shit i don't do that i don't watch that show i don't know what that is um, i mean i know what it is but <laughs> i ain't never seen no episodes <laughs> I've watched a few episodes and the and then I've looked at like the message boards to see if the characters is what I think they are. And you mm-hmm. don't really need to watch the whole thing or even most of it to like get the gist of what the characters are about. So Samantha is the free spirit. You got Sarah Jessica. Can you Parker. can you can you say them in girlfriend's terms? Can you name the girls in girlfriend's terms? Like who's who? So I can get it. Oh, got you. So Sarah Jessica Parker would be the main the main one out of the four. So that's like Joan, right? Okay. Samantha would probably be closest to Lynn because they're both kind of like 
free spirit slash like fucking slash whatever the fuck. But Samantha okay. is rich though. She she coined and Lynn is broke. So <laughs> okay. um, what's this other girl? Charlotte, she's the one that be fiending for marriage. Fiending for kid, fiending. Like pick me, pick me, pick me, pick me. So I don't really know who to compare her to, but so they're more hybrids. So like Samantha would be a hybrid Tony Lynn, and then yeah, yeah, the girl you just named is like a Joan Maya. No, she's already married. So. I would say I would say the other one, the redhead, is Maya because she ends up being the one with the kid and then divorcing her nigga. So okay, okay, <laughs> but again, she's not broke, you know. She's a lawyer, so it is what it is, right? Well, they're white. They ain't gonna have none of them be broke, though, right? <gasps> yeah, some tea was spilled. Yeah. Yeah, they ain't gonna write no white women like that in New York. Yeah, she gonna have to be Unless in the Unless it's in the title. Now, two broke girls, that's in the title, so they gonna write it like that. <laughs> but <laughs> Sex in the City, they ain't gonna let them white women be broke. Yeah, so they're kind of hybrids of each other. But I would say that Joan reminds me a lot of Charlotte with her feeding to be married and like kids, marriage, kids, 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 marriage, kids, 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 marriage, 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 marriage. Shotty, shotty down bad. Yeah. So we move on to the next scene at Blue and Maya and Joan are having a drink. Maya apologizes for going so hard the previous day about Brock and the whole Vegas thing. Only you saw what was in Brock's eyes. And, and if you believe it's about marriage and that's what you want, then you go and get it. Thank you, Maya. Mm-hmm. And she says thank you. And Joan asks Maya if she really believes. And Maya's like, I really do believe that. No, girl, I don't see it. But it's important that you do. So mm-hmm. that's, that's the tea from Maya. But uh, William runs in mm-hmm. with the baby in the bar, which <laughs> weird <laughs> because he wants to keep the baby with him because he was just at the gym or some shit. But why are you bringing the baby to the uh, gym in the bar? Like that's parents in one on one. You already failing. Chap, this whole baby thing is so weird. I don't even know why it was included, but like. <laughs> He's trying to make sure that he gets enough practice with this fake baby so that he don't fuck up the real baby. But here's the thing, like, so he puts the baby face down on the bar, slams the baby down, tells the bartender to warm up a bottle. Mm hmm. Because the lesbians may be watching. And Mm. he has to um, go ahead and take a drink because he mentioned lesbians again. If you guys are playing that game, I don't know. And how the hell does the bartender gonna warm up the bottle? They got microwaves at the bar? Like, right there? I mean, they, they got serve it in food. the kitchen. They got microwaves. Well, he said warm up the bottle, I think. So you could put it, if you got a stove back there, you could put a, a pot of boiling water on and then put the bottle in the water. Oh, that's a lot. I saw that with my sister when I was little, and it was my parents was warming up my sister's bottle sometimes. Oh, that's a lot to do at a bar. I hope he too. Well, yeah, that's the problem. See, Maya sees this and she's like, yo, remind me to never let you uh, babysit Jabari. And he's like, no, 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 that would actually be better because Jabari's real. No, no, Maya, I'd be good with Jabari. See, he's real. There'd be a human connection there, like there'd be with my real nephew son. And I, I agree because you would never take a real kid to the gym. Mm-hmm. A real infant to the gym. You would never take a real infant to a bar or to your work. 
So if he had a real baby, it would kind of teach him and kind of signal to him like, shit, I can't bring this baby everywhere. I mean, later Uh on, he says he brought the baby to a Dodgers game. Why are you doing that? Mm. He left the baby on the urinal. But if it was Mm. a real child that poops and screams and cries and got a little weight to it, it's going to be like, damn, I can't bring this baby here. I can't bring this baby there. Mm -hmm. But he's taking this doll shit too serious and bringing it everywhere and leaving it places. Mm. So this is not how you practice. (laughs) This ain't how you fucking practice. Not at all. But I like the way he, um, he, he says the lesbians may be watching and he turns around over his shoulder and holds the baby really close. Like the lesbians are like some serial killing duo or something. It's actually, (laughs) it's actually really funny. Oh yeah. He mentions with Jabari, there'd be a human connection and he pulls up the baby and says, see, this isn't even real. This ain't a real baby. This is bogus. This is a, a sham. Mm-hmm. And he picks the baby up and punt kicks it at the wall in the bar. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. I think, you know, this is a, a true testament to they needed to give Reggie Hayes something to do in this episode. Yes. That's what I think this was, because it is not necessary. Some of it isn't even funny. It's just kind of like weird. It's very out of place. Yeah. Okay, Chad, I guess. Uh, well, this is, yeah, this episode's mainly about Brock and Joan. That's the big A story. This is like pushing along the series plot. So, mm-hmm. you know, so next Brock and Joan are out to lunch. <laughs> he says, you know, I was thinking, why rush home from Vegas? You got any sick days or personal days? She's like, why? What do you have in mind? <laughs> and he says, time with you. Time to ask you some dot, dot, dot questions. Now, he's leading her on. Yes. Or something. He absolutely This sounds like marriage. This nigga, he knows what he's doing. So at first I was like, oh, this is just Joan overreacting and doing the most. But he knows what he's doing. The first, the first time he did it, we could say, oh, it was kind of weird that he said it like that, but whatever. Now there's other times where, <sighs> do you have any more days off? Boy, if you don't just come I out. I want to and- ask some questions. Bitch, ask me now. We at lunch. Right. We, we got to wait till we, we hit the, the fucking state line. What type of question you want to ask that's so important that you got to wait? There's only one question. Yeah, there's no way... If you look at it from an objective standpoint, that someone could be like, anybody would think that's marriage. Mm -hmm. Any person with a brain would be like, that's the question I have to ask you in Vegas. But she's like, why can't you just ask me here now? And she's like, he's he's like, I don't feel like it. He's like, I'll ask when we get to Vegas. So (laughs) that's Brock. You don't feel Um, like it? Oh, God. Can we get this guy? Let's let's time for a new rotation of another nigga. Hotation. It's time for for the hotation to spin and the next nigga up next. Like what? this is her enchanted love though, so he might be around for a minute. Oh, yeah, and he's still new, I guess. Yeah, he just popped on the scene like a romantic comedy nigga. <laughs> so Joan tries this shit. She she tries something real smart. She's like, oh, I just want to know uh, what we're doing in Vegas, so I'll know what to bring good question and he goes you'll find out what i have planned when we get there Uh plus if you need anything for a special occasion vegas has everything you need it's a good point but damn it's like a chess match he's right i guess Mm. so he says all you need to do for me is start coughing (laughs) 
so she can get five more days. He's like, see if you can get me five more days. Five? He's wild. Personal for my day. job. Mad last too many like that. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. What's not a lot? Like one Nigga, or two? Yeah. I mean, we don't do regular jobs, so that's whatever to us. But like. A lot of my friends have regular jobs. Girl, that's a lot. <laughs> Maybe one. You know what? Especially since we don't even... Me as Joan, I don't even know what we're doing in Vegas. So to be like, yeah, let me give up five days and I don't even know what we're going to be doing. And then risk getting written up and then like, girl. Or risk losing those days because you used them for some bullshit and then you need them later exactly exactly we don't know how many days she done took at this point Mm. them days might not even be paid that's true yeah but she started coughing all over the table and you know my my covid spidey senses tingle when she did that (laughs) Mm. i still i don't even know if i'll get over the whole like turning my hair real quick when someone cough Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, i'm still like oh don't do that yeah, and some people still got the nerve after all we done been through to be like open mouth coughing on the train and shit. Like, what the fuck? Some people be smoking on on the train. Like, I'm when there's oh, a damn. respiratory, well, they gonna smoke. They gonna cough up the COVID all over yeah. everybody too. Like, you know they be, you know the coughers though. They be, they be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. fuck it. This is a black podcast. They be white. White people be they open be real coughing. Clear. <laughs> clear they sure do saw one on the train yesterday like bitch you don't even care that i'm staring at you you Mm -mm. don't feel no shame that you coughing with your mouth open no shame i I mean this is the same people that be having their kids sitting down on a platform on the floor of the subway licking the poles and shit the kids be chilling like it's their (sighs) it's their bedroom they bed they be reading books and shit sitting down Moving the car on the floor, like the motherfucking toy got the dirt on it too. Now it's like, oh my god, more things to clean. Uh. Well, you know, I try to, I try to separate myself from that shit and be like, it ain't my kid, whatever. Like, because yeah. I'd be wanting to say something like, bitch, if you don't get about the flow, but I'm like, you know what? Not my fight. Yeah, not my fight. Uh. You saw the? Have you seen the video of um, Prince Louis? I did the royal baby yo do we if y'all don't know there's a video from the uh the platinum jubilee of prince louis that's prince william and kate middleton's son youngest son mm-hmm. just being bad as fuck at this thing and he was not stopping when she was telling him to stop she leaned into him this little boy puts his hand over her mouth to oh. stop her from talking mm. Mm. you better be lucky i'm gonna say you ain't got no black in you like your cousin do because <laughs> it might have been a different kind of party like baby archie <laughs> you know baby archie ain't finna like that megan ain't gonna no. megan ain't gonna sit down and let that go down Mm-mm. y'all might take a trip to the bathroom but this little boy put his hand over her mouth she moves it and he does this thing like with this tongue and all this bullshit, I'm like, mm. what do you do in this situation? You're on camera. What Mm-mm. do you do? You can't. You can't Tell give him a good, a, a good flick. You can't give him a good flick because what they're gonna do is now they're gonna say child, child abuse. abuse or some other dumbass shit. And oh, 
I'm sitting there trying to think of what Kate. I'm like, let sister Kate. Like, what can I? (laughs) What can I get? How can I advise you? (sighs) You just gotta take it in stride and be like. I was like, yo, I saw the comment. Somebody said you got to do something below the waist because his below the waist wasn't on camera. It was he was sitting. Right. You gotta like, you gotta like pinch his his thigh or some shit. Mm -hmm. Let him know what's up. Really? If he start crying, he start crying. Mm Hmm. Yeah. That's some crazy shit, man. Whew. But anyway, so we back at Girlfriends. So Joan has called every hotel in Vegas to find out where they're staying. This is what she's telling the girls. She found out they're staying at the Venetian in the Piazza Suite, which is also the Honeymoon Suite. First off, it's dangerous. You could just call up and ask where people staying at. Yeah, is that something tell that they can still do that? No, right? I hope not. Right? still do they shouldn't have done it back then what the fuck oh my god that's scary see y'all see why i have my social media rules if i post my location i have left that location y'all see why mm. yeah also that's the other rules don't post the outside of where you stand uh-huh don't post your car mm-hmm. the outside of your car when y'all be doing y'all daily walking vlogs please co- don't post them streets Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's real easy to do some google maps and people find your ass quick oh like oh you live in this vicinity because i saw the street signs in that video you did where you was walking down the street walking your dog or something or, oh, y'all gotta be careful or how about if if you post like a video of yourself in the apartment or sometimes even apartment tours and these motherfuckers can figure out the building that you in based on if they can see the um the statue of liberty from a oh, certain view angle from the balcony and, then and the stuff ba- yes y'all gotta be careful out there the google will tell the world where you at so Stay be careful out here yeah so um he booked the honeymoon suite so i guess that mean they get married why would i think otherwise yeah yeah so she repeats what he said about the whole vegas thing she wrote it down and she reads it to the girls and after that after saying what he said why rush home from vegas blah blah the girls are convinced they've drank the kool-aid right along with joan it's it's actually kind of a good moment to see her girls like be like oh congratulations and blah 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 even Lynn, Lynn is so sweet about it. She's like, oh my God. Look, I didn't want to say anything, but last week I had three dreams in a row that you got married. See? And we always say that Lynn is psychic. No, we all say that Lynn is psycho. <laughs> a thin line. <laughs> and then we hear a baby crying. Because William and this baby, and um, Maya is now babysitting it, and William paid her $100 to babysit a fake baby. Like... <laughs> Yo, that's some that's some some bread though, right? To take care of a fake baby, yo, hire me. Like, what's up? Right. I, I know some some babysitters who would who would do that for a real baby. Maya don't even gotta feed them, change them, easy money. But it's still crying though. Yeah. I don't know how it works, but you gotta stop it from crying or something. I don't know. I, I forgot how them baby dolls work. Can you just take the batteries out and then? Oh shit! Right. <laughs> oh shit yo etsy out here thinking i don't oh, know what it is i'm sipping me a um a mike's hard lemonade right now so my <laughs> thoughts ain't really what it's supposed to be i'm a little tipsy but yeah why didn't she just do that oh no shit take them shit down put them back when when um when william about to come exactly when it's time to give it back to william put the batteries back in but instead she throw the baby out on the patio because she want to continue this conversation about brock 
but Maya Maya has some good reasoning about why she should be uh, why Jones should be careful with Brock. It's possible that this fool could be planted to kill you, dump you off in a desert. <laughs> Does sound like a true crime story. I mean, they've only learned, known each other for a month. It's a little early to be traveling with niggas, but I guess. Yeah, it is pretty early. You don't know him like that. And apparently, we're going to get to it, but he ain't even know her middle name. Mm. He don't give a fuck about her. Mm. Anyway, so Lynn's like, shut up, Maya. She's getting married. And Lynn's all sappy about it. And she's like, you guys fell in love at first sight. Why wouldn't he marry you? You're great. He'll be lucky to have you. This is probably the most supportive I've ever heard Lynn be or sound toward Joan. Yeah, I'm like, is Lynn trying to move back in? Oh, what's she doing? <laughs> Actually, damn, that's a little insight I didn't think about. Maybe so. I don't know. This seems genuine, though. Okay. You know, Lynn is an artsy-fartsy bitch. You know how to act. She got a lot of, um, a lot of talent. Yeah, she is kind of manipulative. <laughs> We've seen it previously, but something in her eyes tells me she's really, she really means this. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm. So she tells Joan congratulations. And uh, here's the thing. If this happens in real life, don't ever guess of what the guy is gonna do like don't ever go yeah of course this is he's gonna marry you and congratulations like wait till the proof comes in she don't even got a ring on her finger yeah she's not even engaged yeah so just be like if it happens blah blah blah, but don't just pre-congratulate someone that's a little far Mm -hmm. and they haven't talked to brock yet they don't even know what he's thinking like wouldn't brock talk to the girls and be like hey girls that have known her a lot most of her life like what is she like or what how can i surprise her yeah you know that's why i'm also like brock is leading her on but i'm not mad at joan for thinking it is what it is but the girls usually having a sense of sense should be like hmm why wouldn't he reach out to us since we've known you for pretty much your whole adult life, right? College until yeah. now. Yeah. Wouldn't he want us there? Or wouldn't, like, I don't know. You don't know what kind of dress, like, from their point of view, if he was really trying to do that, like, what kind of dress would you wear? He don't got nothing for you. Like, I don't know. So everyone well first off everyone you know gives her a hug and tells her congratulations and tony comes over to her and says uh are you competing with me <laughs> what running off to get married to a man you barely know tony you barely knew todd see you're competing with me <laughs> this is ridiculous oh is it who was following me around in the fourth grade trying to get my wind beneath their wings and you went through some deep borderline evil over me getting married and here you are not five months after i find enchanted love claiming you found it too i mean it kind of do sound like that yeah it kind of do sound like that she got a point but i mean tony you're not the first bitch to marry a nigga you barely know so you don't have the rights (laughs) to that (laughs) storyline yeah you didn't copyright that stop so stop it (laughs) but jones like nah it's nothing like that but Tony's like still real skeptical and Joan gets real serious and says like listen like I could only be experience be experiencing feelings like this with the one that I know is the one mm-hmm. and that's when Tony's like damn I believe mm-hmm. she believes they all believe now mm-hmm. they all drank the Kool-Aid and she's happy for Joan and she gives her a hug and everything and 
We see Joan even has a wedding dress already. Mm-hmm. She packs that and a toothbrush. All right. What? The two things you need. I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we finally see them on the road. She looks nervous. And he looks over at her and sees that she is and goes, this is hard for you, isn't it? Playing hooky from work. You've always been the good girl, the A student. She's like, that's not true. I can be spontaneous. And he goes, oh, yeah? I'm counting on that when we get to Vegas. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I'm counting on that. Corny, corny, corny. It's corny, and it he's manipulating her. Mm-hmm. And that's when Jones like, stop the car. And he pulls over, and she's like, she gets out the car. I will say, Tracy looks great in this scene. Oh, in this yeah. episode as a whole. That natural sunlight is doing her well. It's like, it's the sunlight, and then, like, she looks tanner? Like, darker? Yeah, she's been looking darker for a few episodes now. I'm like, oh, the money done kicked in, because she's she been look- traveling. <laughs> yeah, she must have just got off vacation, because it looked good on her. I yeah, love it. Does. It. it does. I mean, yeah, more. I want to see more. <laughs> so, she's like, I can't do this. She's like, Vegas. Vegas is tacky. I can't get married in Vegas. <laughs> He's like, it's funny because he goes, uh, okay, and I don't want to be buried in Yuma. What does that have to do with anything? Mm. And he's like, she's like, is, isn't that why we're going to Vegas? And he lo- he makes a face like he's been caught, though. Did you notice that? Mm-hmm. His reaction? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, a, this is a clusterfuck. I mean, they could have rewritten it another way where he he was going to propose to her, but because she stopped the car and was weird about it, and figured it out and was acting all weird on the side of the road. He's like, nah, I don't, I don't think I want to, I want to put a ring on this one right here. Mm-hmm. And that could have stopped him from, that's like me rewriting history though. Mm-hmm. That he really like wanted to propose to her the whole time. But in this moment was like, nah, what you talking about? Marriage? You? Nah, no, we, mm-hmm. we barely know each other. Little, little, uh, little do we know he has like the tucks in the trunk and shit. Like, Ooh, yes. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been something but she's like aren't you the one that said you have some questions to ask me in vegas aren't you the one that booked the best honeymoon suite in vegas mm. so he probably thinks she real crazy now like bitch you calling around to see where we stand at yeah i don't know why joan keeps like giving herself up like this she does it a lot a lot why you be letting these niggas know you crazy bitch you can't let them know see this is what i'm talking about what i said earlier when they know they got you, they be like, that's when they be manipulating you. They can go half-ass on stuff. They don't got to try because they know they already got you. Mm-hmm. So don't show them this stuff. Especially somebody like Joan, who's like, she's one of those people who's like, just will tell somebody everything. Tell a nigga everything. <laughs> it's just like... Like when, when she uh, told Ellis about Brock. <laughs> yeah! Like, what you gonna tell the main nigga about the side nigga? Just say you don't want... I'm sorry, it ain't gonna work out. You don't gotta be like, listen, I met a guy, he's your agent, and we kissed, and it happened on this day at this time, and, we almost and fucked, so I we love gotta, him. We gotta break up. Like, girl, if you don't shut up... <laughs> oh, Joan. Oh, she tries to be so honest. Bless her heart. Um, and, and how? How can she even be this honest when she's a lawyer? No shade to my lawyers out there. Shout out to y'all. But. Nah, fuck it. Lawyers lie. That's why it sound like lawyer. Like like Medea said, lie all ya. Lie all ya. 
<laughs> like for real like lawyers have to lie to, like, to do their girl, job sometimes especially job. defense attorneys like corporate law i don't know but she she can't she's not good them corporate lawyers they still gotta lie they manipulate the truth they'll bend the rules they'll find loopholes how about we apply this same thing to your personal life and keep these niggas on a need-to-know basis you bend the rules objection bitch right (laughs) the fuck but he said she's like yo you said you needed to ask me some questions in vegas he's like i meant like cirque du soleil or celine dion that's the questions which is obviously it's it's obviously celine dion right mm-hmm. but you couldn't ask me that in the car <laughs> like so we can get the tickets early we buy the tickets online why you gotta wait till i get to vegas that's too late to buy the tickets they was buying tickets online at this point yeah right 2004 yeah i'm sure okay you just had to pick them up at will call you couldn't like print them out like you could oh that's what what it was the gotcha okay yeah but what the fuck brock so he's like the honeymoon suite that was just the only thing available shit and joan realized that she looked mad crazy doing this shit in the middle of the desert so she feels so embarrassed at this moment how the fuck was the honeymoon suite that was just the only thing i, I guess oh no this nigga caffeine yeah that does seem kind of weird that that would be the only, only thing available one is the honeymoon nigga as if they got a whole bunch of honeymoon suites available. But also, he didn't know she would check. He probably thought that she would never check and never even know it was the honeymoon suite. Just walked up in the hotel and be like, oh, this is a nice hotel room. Mm-hmm. So he didn't care to be like, dang, let me not book the honeymoon suite. She might think we get married. He didn't think that shit. Like, he just happened to be dating Joan, who actually checks every fucking hotel in Vegas to find out. I mean, I don't be feeling bad for these niggas. Once you start dating Joan, you kind of know that, you know, that's the type of shit that she be on. So that means you're not ready to be married to her. Well, now he knows. Yeah, now he knows. (laughs) You know? But like... Everybody... It seems like all her boyfriends has that one moment where they realize. (laughs) Like, every boyfriend so far has that one moment where they go, damn. Yeah. And then after that, they have to decide, do they want to keep going? He wanted to keep going. He loves this woman, so... He shows her that he can't throw. No, he can't throw. He throw like a girl. Tries to embarrass himself so he can feel embarrassed along with her. Like, why the fuck would she care that you can't throw? Exactly. I think she'd care more if you can't fight. That way you can't protect her. But mm-hmm. she ain't putting together a, a fucking team. Mm-hmm. So he's like, can we just get in the car and go have fun? And Joan's like, how can I get in the car and have fun when I can't even look at you? Mm. And she requests to be taken home and gets in the car. I can also imagine Brock is like internally just annoyed right now because you get excited to go on this trip and then this shit happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ever have something like that happen mm-hmm. that just ruins the whole trip vibe and you can't even be excited about it no more? I mean, I try not to because at th- that point, the money has already been 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 spent. Yeah. The trip has already shit. been planned. But yeah, definitely shit where initially where it's like, oh my God, okay, let me try to get over this. Uh <laughs> yeah it happens but she gets in the car and next up we are at skia with the girls the girls are at skia and they say that joan's car is full of gas so they want to go to vegas the reason why they're still there is because tony knows that lynn and maya aren't gonna put in for gas so she said fuck that shit 
So, you know, they do the whole 90s thing where they go, road trip. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd say they, they presumably get in Joan's car. How the fuck they got her keys? See, this is what I'm talking about. Listen, Joan, Joan just leave her whole house, her keys. She leave everything open. I'm surprised they don't have a her pin number to her ATM so her card. her ATM card. Like, y'all got... Because... <laughs> They just be all up in this girl's stuff. They eat her food. They live in her house. They take a car to Vegas. They just... And it's a full tank. Oh, a full so They don't got to pay for gas. You know Joan. She, her tank always full. She got a plan. <laughs> She's a planner. <laughs> so, good for them. Go ahead on, girl. You know you know, Joan ain't going to be mad. Either she ain't going to be mad or she ain't going to find out. So, Pretty go ahead much, and do it. yeah. So we're back in the car with Brock and Joan. No one's talking because, you know, circumstances. And then all of a sudden Brock's like, okay, yes, let's do it. I mean, why not? We already know we love each other, right? It's just life. So let's live it. Let's get married. We're at the time. So, so deaf remix. Hey. Nah, I don't like the remix. <laughs> you don't like the remix? Nah, it's too hardcore. I need I need a love song. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, <laughs> I like the heartfelt yeah. ballad. You know, the the rapping and shit, like, that's too aggressive. I ain't trying to get married to no, like, mad aggressive dude. We trying to, like... Uh, yeah. This is romance. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's the 90s R&B. That's exactly what went through my head when he said that. Mm-hmm. So he want to get married, mm-hmm. like, right now. Like, he want to turn around and go back to Vegas. Mm. And she think he kidding at first, but he ain't kidding. Mm-mm. And she's like, oh my God, I love the impetuousness of it. It's all so romantic. Mm-hmm. So they busted Yui and they head right back to toward Vegas. So they do this thing where they do back and forth, like um, trying to say I love you to each other in the most cheesiest of ways. Like they're trying to out cheese each other. Mm-hmm. Total cheddar, like fucking Swiss <laughs> monster cheese, fucking <laughs> Asiago and his bitch. <laughs> It's real bad. I love you. No, I love you. No, no, no. You don't understand. I really love you. You don't understand how much I really, no, really no, love no, you. No, no, no. I love you so much. It hurts. And she's like, oh, it's going to hurt even more because I can't do this. And he's like, wait, what? She's like, I want to marry you, mm-hmm. but not at some tacky Elvis drive through wedding chapel. Mm-hmm. Bitch, what you think was going to get going to happen when y'all drove up there the first oh, yeah, time? I went, went to Vegas. Like, that's what people do. Yeah. Like... You're not going to Bora Bora, bitch. Like the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she must have thought they rented this beautiful-ass church in Vegas. Like, no. When someone said they get married in Vegas, you know what it looked like. You don't even need to see pictures. You know what it looked like. You already know. He's like, isn't the most important thing is that we're getting married? And I totally agree, because y'all can get married in Vegas and then have an actual ceremony, like another one, in L.A. When you get back, right? Yeah. And that way all your friends can come. I mean, for all that, then why even get married in Vegas? Why don't you just get married in L.A.? I mean, I would say because they're already on the way. And they already booked the hotel. And they already did the thing. Yeah. But I, if you did you notice that they have um, audio equipment in the car to record them? <laughs> they do! I saw wires up in the, um, the sun visors. Yeah! Oh. Interesting little setup. They must have, like, put a camera, like, attached it up by the steering wheel, like, in the corner to record them. 
the one way and then the other and then had the the microphones up top mm-hmm. like how they do um carpool karaoke or some shit yes pretty much probably the same thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but joan wants to have a wedding with her friends and family and she also wants to get married in front of everyone because she designed the perfect wedding dress and she wants every woman there to see her um wedding dress and be jealous of it especially tony because she hates that tony got married first mm-hmm. and she see she said she was cool with that we knew mm-hmm. we lied. knew and he's like all right so then he turns the car back around toward la and he says the first thing i'll do tomorrow is i'll go shopping for a ring because my baby deserves to have everything she wants okay and it's really cute honestly you know i've seen the series i don't know if you you remember what's going to happen with this couple but they're really cute. I can't hate on it. They seem really happy. <laughs> yeah. Like, do, did you get that feel? Like, it's different than it was, like, with Ellis or... Even in this small moment. Her, it's it's different. Her and Ellis had zero chemistry. So it's definitely different. Right. What's one step above being completely dead? It's right. like... It's like a vegetable on life support. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, doesn't take much. Um but it's cool so she's like they're telling how much they love each other and then she's like well you know what then again i really did want to see celine dion and they have jewelry stores in vegas true and i never said i couldn't get engaged in vegas true so they bust another yui and they head back toward vegas Mm. that's too much on my stomach yeah i'd be getting car sick real easily Mm -mm. yeah that shit that shit crazy but Moving on, we're at Skia, and we see William and his sister. They're talking about the baby and him taking care of the baby. Well, he's scared of carrying a baby because he's been practicing with these fake babies. Right. He keeps losing all the babies, but he got he got backup babies. And she's like, why don't you just try to take care of a real one? Yeah, why don't you just... The only way to get over holding a baby is to hold the baby. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she gives him the baby. Now, he dropped the baby before. Mm. We, that's canon we, we said that earlier mm-hmm. he stands up and she gives him the baby i'm like can you sit down yeah <laughs> like do we really need this child falling from six feet off the floor <laughs> again can you can you sit down that way it's a smaller fall yeah it's not as hard of an impact if you drop yeah. it yeah y'all tripping but he holding the baby and he's holding the baby ain't no falling no nothing Mm. he says to the baby hey look at your uncle daddy mm-hmm. and i'm like dude i said i know that's right william say it now say it now while he can't understand what you're talking about but when he gets able to talk drop that uncle daddy shit you're gonna <laughs> confuse the baby <laughs> so that's in the scene uh, yeah and don lewis comes back to re- to revive her role revive yeah recapture yeah yeah so she's back uh, playing William's sister, Linda. Mm-hmm. And we see that scene and we're back in uh, Vegas. They actually actually made it. Brock and Joan made it. Mm-hmm. And they actually went to a jewelry store to look at rings. Mm-hmm. He got the ring. He trying to get her to try it on. And he gets down on one knee. She get down there with him. God, Girl, get up. Girl, would you get up? <laughs> <sighs> she goes, you know what? This isn't right. I'm like, damn, at this point, nothing's good enough for Joan. She keep changing. They went back and forth on the street mm-hmm. with her. Now she in a jewelry store and she's she not happy still. 
This whole day isn't right. I don't want this moment between us to come out of something that's just been haphazard and embarrassing and forced. She's upset that it's not planned. It's too spur of the moment. But in the car, she thought spur of the moment was romantic. Yeah. <sighs> I mean... I don't know. <sighs> okay, Joe. So, um... She's like, I want to marry you, but I don't want to miss the experience of getting there. So the dude at the counter who's selling the ring, he hear that. And he's like, Look, give me that ring back for real. He like, child, and y'all don't need this. Thank you. She's like, I jumped a year into our relationship. I always do that. I don't want to do that anymore. I just want to be where we are. And when it happens, if it happens, it should just happen. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Joan, shut up. It's happening now. What's your middle name? I'm like, fucking shit. That's a big clue. You don't even know her middle name. Child. Fix it, Jesus. You should know her middle name. You trying to marry this woman. Mm-hmm. But it's Carol. Mm-hmm. And he says, Joan, Carol, Clayton, will you marry me? And she says, yes. And they kiss it out in the store. Damn. Joan about to mm. get married. Oh, my God. She got a ring. Hey. Gang, gang, finally. All that begging she was doing for four seasons. <laughs> I mean, eventually, if you're going to beg that much, shit. The fuck? Somebody the put a ring on ask. your finger just to shut your ass up. <laughs> the Lord said, ask and you shall receive. <laughs> Be like, hell, damn. Mm. <laughs> so the other girls done made it to Vegas. Like, they went to see Celine Dion. I'm jealous. Ooh. I've never seen her live. Me neither. Dang. Well, if she ever goes on tour, like, let me know. We'll go. We'll go. I know. That's right. I don't know if she finished or she gonna do a farewell tour or nothing, but yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I'm here. You heard for it first here, guys. Period. We ain't gonna tell you what day we going though, cause y'all. Psh. Yeah, I'm. Well, you'll see it on the IG, the stories, the this, the recap. Like three weeks after. <laughs> cause, cause they go. There's some Jones. I know there's some Jones listening. I'd be like, damn, what day they finna go? Oh that shit. Let's just uh. <laughs> We hack into their email or some shit like bitch. Yeah, we we gotta protect ourselves out here. Stay woke. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess Celine had a residency around this time at Vegas. At, you know, so Maya's in the audience. She fangirling. She's screaming Celine's name. She got a lighter. Remember lighters? Ooh, I remember oh, you lighters. lighters. I remember lighters. Before before cell phone lights. Yes. Yes. I'm glad it turned into cell phone cell phones because I cannot do a lighter to save my life. I can't do that. Me neither. That should be fucking up my, my the tip of my fingers. You be burning your finger? Nah. Like you see how you gotta maybe I do it too yeah. hard, but it like it scratches it a little bit. It mm. scratches my finger. I'm afraid of actually burning my finger. So I don't do it hard enough. Like mm. mentally, I'm like, I can't go hard on it. Cause I'm like, if it lights, my fingers going up in flames. It's a wrap for that. I don't know why I think that. Yeah. I don't like the one where your thumb is right there. I've had people try to teach me and it's just, no, uh-huh. I, I can't figure it out. I just feel like it might not burn your finger. It'll burn mine. Mm-hmm. So Celine comes on stage and we just see their reactions. We don't see the stage or nothing. And Maya says, oh, she's so whimsical. And that's the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to Brock 
and Joan on your pending nuptials. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next is the oh hell yes moment of the episode. Actually, you know what? This week I'm going to go first. Mm-hmm. My oh hell yes moment was the girls telling her she was tripping because hell yes she was. Yeah. I mean, they eventually switch over to her way of thinking, but I think that initial thought, they were being great friends Mm -hmm. by telling her what was really up. Because, you know, a lot of friends be like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to ruin your happiness, but, Mm -hmm. you know, nah, if it seemed like she wild and tell her, nah, you may, I don't think you getting married. You might just be going to Vegas. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my oh hell yes moment. What about you? My oh hell yes moment is, um, Maya finessing William out of $100 to babysit a dog. <laughs> that is so you. That is so you. I didn't even think about that. That's yeah. My whole yes woman. Shit. <laughs> what else could you give me? That's funny because it's like, can you imagine somebody being like, nah, I ain't finna take care of your doll for $100? $100. No, go put your money somewhere else. <laughs> And like, I'm going to be a good friend and be like, yo, go spend it on something else. Don't don't give me a fake doll to take care of for a hundred dollars. That's just ridiculous. Hey, William got the money. I will gladly. Yeah. And William don't care because he got so much money. He don't know what to do with it. So Mm -hmm. that's actually really good. So we have a couple of tweets, just a couple of tweets of interest about this episode that I saw on the Twitter. And uh, starting off with at Cool Trey. He says, being a girlfriend stan is having to be in a certain headspace to watch certain episodes. Mm. I just had to skip over Brock and Joan going to Vegas because Joan. <sighs> mm-hmm. mm, you skipped over the episode? It's, I mean, it's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I know it's kind of cringe. That could be a thing, too. Like, a lot of these episodes are cringe sometimes. Mm-hmm. So they're hot to watch. Like, Moesha episodes are cringe. Ooh, yeah. They definitely got to... You know, these shows, sometimes they date themselves just because those were the signs of the times. You got to look at it as like a capsule. Yeah, you got to put yourself in that, like, early 2000s mindset mm-hmm. to get it, to tolerate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> Next up, Dope is Kin says joan is a fucking headache she wants to go to vegas she doesn't go to vegas if i was brock i would have left her on the side of the road hashtag girlfriends yeah i thought i mean but at that point that's just rude if you do that shit right. i get it you could think damn i want to leave this bitch on the side of the road but don't actually do it that's just yeah, fucked up. like and that's like jeopardizing her safety like girl what type yeah. of shit you, Did you end be up on? being liable for that yeah like damn <laughs> but yeah joan joan was walling turn the car around every five minutes but yeah yeah nah, we ain't doing that yeah and that's it if you want to give us some more uh thoughts on these episodes hit us up on twitter at hell yes girl if you want to talk to etsy row at etsy row hey on twitter at etsy row on instagram as well yeah rate subscribe review head over to um spotify Give us five stars on there if that's your primary way to listen to us, because that's the only way that you can give us a five star review. If you're a newbie on Spotify, you can't do that. Only the OGs can. So please head over to Spotify if that's where you listen to us and give us five stars. Appreciate you. Yay. The next episode is called Between Brock and a Hard Place. Mm. 
Mm, what do you think this episode's gonna be about Etsy? I already know because I already watched it, but it sounded like some big conflict. He's still too new to get dumped, so that's not it, but like something finna nope. happen. The rock in a hard place, Brock in a hard place. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Something about to go down. We're gonna get a little mm. bit of an issue that pops up. You listeners that are down for girlfriends and been there since day one really know what we're talking about but yeah we're gonna find out what that is next week when we cover that episode but as always i am nettie smith and i'm at zero and we will see you next week bye